Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. Shep Hyken here back on Amazing Business Radio part of the C-Suite Network, and I am very excited today because we are talking with a real life, well, everybody's real life, everybody's alive, but this guy's the real deal. We're not talking today to uh, an author, a consultant, kind of like myself. We're talking to a guy that's in the field, so to speak, started out in retail. He'll tell us his story in just a moment, but he is the CEO of one of the largest chains of uh, hair salons, uh, Great Clips, and his name is Steve Hockett. He's a great guy. You're going to love learning about the way, oh, there's so much to talk about. I've got a list of questions and things. But Steve, welcome to Amazing Business Radio. Shep, it's great to be here. Thank you. So we are today in Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Spanish word for t-shirts sold here. (laughs) This is our third of a a road tour that we're on, uh, talking to the Great Clips franchisees from all over the country and North America, really, uh, Canada as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's great to be here where it's warm. Minneapolis, Minnesota, where Great Clips is based, is just a little cooler. So it's fun to be in Florida. Third stop out of four next week, we're in Seattle. Yep. Uh, and then and then I won't have a home anymore. After that, I'll, we're I'll done. Miss you. Yeah. I'll miss you. I'm already nicely. missing you. <laughs> no doubt about it. So, Steve, really quick, uh, you've been in retail now for 29 years, and part of that was you had your own shop, your own salon. I did. I was 27 years old, 1988. Great Clips was founded, uh, first salon opened in September of 1982, the first franchise salon opened in July of 1983. So when I joined in 1988, uh, my salon was number 150 in the system. And I was 27 years old. I was probably way over my head, but I got the bug about retail, service retail. I got the bug about customer service, taking care of the customer, delivering a great product, or in our case, a great service, and, and I've been at it ever since. Great. So... Uh, that you, you were you had your own salon for three years and then you moved into corporate you are now president soon to be ceo right at the first of the year yes very excited it's kind of a interesting story that i've got going from uh, a franchisee salon no, a number 150 and now ceo january 1st and at the end of the year we'll have right around 4300 salons 4300 salons how many uh franchisees uh, wow. We have 1,200 franchisees mm-hmm. uh, uh, in our system. We're in 180 markets. We'll continue to open additional markets in the U.S. and Canada. We're 100% franchise, so we have zero corporate salons. We are wholly focused on franchising, franchisees, the franchisees' employees in the salons, delivering a great experience. That's what we're all about. Right, and that's one of the reasons we're here is to talk about that great experience. But uh, let's let's understand that there's 1,200 individual owners that own 4,300, so you can do the math somewhere, maybe just three an average of three, three and a half a piece. How do you scale, which is, we don't need to answer this question now, but I want to get into this. How do you scale the philosophy and beliefs of great customer service. And by the way, uh, in the industry, you're recognized as somebody that has amazing levels of service, especially given that you're a low price provider and those, that business model of being some of the lowest pricing and still being able to give the highest level of service is not an easy one to do. So we want to talk about scaling that out across 1,200 owners, 4,300 stores. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the technology because you are really a, a thought leader or front, you know, runner 
aware of some of the technology that's being used, not just at Great Clips, but this type of technology is used across um, you know, all types of different businesses. And then you've got some very specific things that I think every business can learn from. Very, uh, You have your five steps of creating a great service experience. I think we ought to talk a little bit about that. So why don't we start with uh, the concept of all of these franchisees. How do you get the message across uh, and scale it out to so many people so that it's consistent? Because I believe you said last week, it might have been you, might have been Rob, who's the incoming president to, to replace you, uh, that you know whether we're in Buffalo, whether we're in Orlando, whether we're in Seattle, uh, we are going to have a similar experience it's not about the stylist, the, the person you go visit. It's about the, the salon itself. Yes. Our, our approach, Shep, is that uh, customers, when they come into Great Clips, they're customers of Great Clips. Stylists are uh, immensely important to us. We, we spend a great deal of time getting down to the individual stylist level and have them understand. But our belief is that the brand is Great Clips and that customers come into Great Clips. So that's where we start. The other thing we've done is since 1998 we've we've captured customer data and we've got hundreds of millions of transactions in our database so we understand our customers this year we'll do 110 million haircuts uh, across our system you won't do mine yeah i know there's yeah. nothing to cut there I, you know we 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 don't try to be all things to all people that's another important piece so mm-hmm. we know you're not going to be a customer but if but if you understand it or folks like you understand what great clips can do they will talk about it and we'll get others customers so we we don't want to be all things to all people that's an important piece of great clips as well but how do we dr- drill down to the stylus level? With our data, with understanding customers, we've done immense research on data mining. You know, a big thing is data nowadays. And we understand how often customers have returned. We understand what it takes to be growth. We then went out and talked to customers, and we understand what they're looking for, what's important to them. And then we developed uh, uh, our brand document, which really points out a way for franchisees down to the salon stylus to deliver the Great Clips experience to any customer that puts their hand in our door handle and walks in. It's five steps, as you talked about, from the greeting to the thank you, how many times we use the customer's name, how many times we say thank you, how many times we talk about technology pieces like online check-in or clip notes. It's all detailed, so the stylist knows what we want to do. The franchisee knows and then we can come in and observe that. It's very transparent, and we've got it all the way down to the stylus, and that's the power. When you ask, how do we deliver this so broad-based, it's because we know what it is. We've researched the customers. We know our customers, and we focus immense energy, time, and resources to get it down to the stylus level. Wow, and, and there's several things you talked about, the cliff notes. Uh, I think you mentioned online check-in. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. Yep. That's part of the technology. You said uh, we don't want to be all things to all people. And let me emphasize, when I said you're not going to cut my hair, obviously this isn't a video. This is You uh, have no hair I to cut. I have no hair to cut. <laughs> I mean, you can cut my eyebrows. Okay, you can cut the hair on my back. Okay. But well, we're not, not doing that, cut. Chip. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not going to cut anything off the top. There's nothing there to cut. Um, and the other thing about not being all things to all people, when you think of a salon, and we use the word salon here. Yes, we do. Uh, there's, there's no manicurist. Uh, there's no uh, massage, uh, you know, placed in the back room we're talking straight haircuts if somebody wants a manicure somebody wants a pedicure they're going to go somewhere else yeah and if somebody wants an appointment we don't do appointments if they want an appointment they go somewhere else if they want a 45 minute service 
they go somewhere else because we're all about efficient haircuts. If they want to go to the same stylist in an appointment, they're probably going to go somewhere else. But if they want a high-quality, efficient haircut, low weights, moderate price, in a really great setting, and they can repeat that all the time, that's what we're talking about. So the the high end, that's not great clips. We don't try to play there. So you're the multi service we yeah. don't try to do. We just Southwest Airlines. It's kind of that model. Yeah. If you want a first class seat, go to American, Delta, United, but you yep. know, and if you want a reserve seat, <laughs> so same thing. So and that's an interesting concept because I would think if I latched on to a personality that I like at my local great clips, I would want to go back and see him or her. But you're saying that's not really possible. No, and it does happen. We're in the salon industry. People are used to having a stylist. And so we know from research that if a salon has more than 20% requests, they're impacting their ability to grow their business. So we know requests are part of the business. But what we encourage... Wait, so I want to, so if you, uh, I want to make sure I understand that. If people are requesting, that's impacting the growth. Yeah, if, they, if the request levels get too high. Wow. So because what you want them to a, do is request a location, not a person. Exactly. As I said, we're all about mm-hmm. building the Great Clips brand. Mm-hmm. Customers come into Great Clips because they like what Great Clips is all about. They like how the stylists deliver it. They're willing to go to any stylist because they want an efficient haircut. They don't want to wait long. But there are some that do want to request. We will allow requests. We don't discourage them, but we don't encourage them. But we do have requests in our, our salons. But the key thing is that we want customers to think of themselves as I'm going to Great Clips. I'm not going to Steve. I'm not going to Shep. So we're building a brand. We advertise that way. We position ourselves with consumers. So we're a retail service. So we're building a brand around Great Clips. And we want people to come in and be confident that they can get a great haircut from any stylist. And that's how we've grown to be as large as we are. Great. So the technology can play into this because uh, when I was a kid, and I know my, my daughter's, one daughter's still in college. She goes to the bookstore and she gets cliff notes for, uh, to, to get the abbreviated version of a bigger book. Okay. And you have something called clip notes. Get that. Great clips. What a coincidence. But clip notes, and, and this is a great way to be able to scale the service because, like I said, at Buffalo, Cleveland, St. Louis, New York, anywhere I go to get a great clips haircut, they can just go into the computer, pull up, Clip notes, right? They can, Shep. I'm going to set this up. 110 million customers. We've got hundreds of millions of customers in our database, so we know our customers. We also um, have technology that those customers, we, 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 when they come into our salons, then we capture what type of haircut they had. If they had a clipper, what clipper guard number did they have? If they had a fade, they talk about it. Is it over the years? Is it around the years? Is it rounded neckline? Is it a... a more of a, a firm edge neckline. We had capture all of that, and it's stored up in the cloud. We moved our database to the cloud about a year and a half, two years ago. And uh, so when a customer comes in, if they've been to that Gray Clips, their record immediately shows up. And the stylists, if the different stylists than last time, they can print off the clip notes, and they tell the customer, here's what you got last time. Is that what you want again? But if they go to a new salon, because everything's in the cloud within three seconds, if they have never been to that salon before, their record, their clip notes comes down, and they can act like that customer has always been coming to right. that salon. Right. I love the cloud. It's incredible. Something else that's in the notes, uh, if there's some reference to uh, a customer's, like maybe they just took a trip, yep. uh, maybe their kids are getting married, maybe a kid just graduated, 
you can add a line or two in there. So yeah, you can't write a novel about the customer, right, but, but you can capture a couple mm-hmm. really pertinent details that then creates – we're in the service, the, the experience business, the experience mm-hmm. economy, and those little tidbits of knowledge – really create connectivity to the customer right. and they make it wonderful for both builds build rapport yeah, no it, doubt about immediately. it all right we're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to talk uh, a little bit more about just the way you're using technology but also five specific steps that you use to create that great clips amazing experience and i believe there's something there that everybody can learn from you are listening to amazing business radio we've been talking with steve hockett the uh president and very next CEO as of January 1st of Great Clips. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Want to amaze your customers, impress the people you work with, and outshine your competition? Going from average to amazing isn't an out-of-reach goal. In fact, amazement is a habit that anyone can master. In my latest book, Be Amazing or Go Home, I share the secrets behind my mantra, which is to always be amazing. Drawing on the routines of incredible people, I share simple practices that can elevate your game. Once you master those habits, you'll be able to create trust, build stronger relationships, make sales, advance your career, and much more. Now is the time to step out of ordinary and step into being amazing. Be Amazing or Go Home is now available on Amazon.com in ebook and hardcover. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Steve Hockett of Great Clips, and we were talking about how if you want an appointment, you can't make an appointment, but there's, you know, so you're thinking, well, what if I go when it's peak time? Uh, I show up at 5 o'clock in the afternoon after work, and there's a line 90 minutes before my next haircut. Aside, by the way, when I was younger and my kids were younger, we used to go to Great Clips, and that was that was our experience. We'd go, and they'd say, yeah, it's going to be an hour, but there was always a couple, three restaurants, and we made an outing of it. We knew there was going to be an hour before the haircut, so let's put our name in. Let's go. But now you've eliminated what I would consider a friction point, a major friction point where people who want to get in and get out, uh, you've eliminated the issue of, don't worry, we've got you covered. What is it? Well, Shep, the, the friction point is wait times. We know that consumers, customers, we've done research, they don't want to have long waits. And so we've put out what we call online check-in. It's a, it's an app-based or you can do it on a desktop, but it's a service where customers can get on the wait list. They, first of all, they can check the wait times at the salon they want to go to. It's very transparent. It's down to the minute and the algorithm is very accurate. We test it all the time. And then they can put themselves on the wait list. So if your wait is 20 minutes, then you get on the wait list, and so you burn up your wait time by driving to the salon or, or go, it, shopping go shopping or go, or go grab a bite to Go eat. grab a cup mm-hmm. of coffee before you come. Or if it's longer on a Saturday morning, you can go grab that bite to eat. So we've given the power of the wait time to the customer. That's the important thing to know is, hey, we're if we're growing and we're doing $110 million haircuts this year, there are peak times when people want to get their haircuts. So we're going to be busy. That's what customers like, stylists like that. So we've given the power of managing that wait time to the customer. Over a third of our customers use online check-in on average this year. On the weekends, it probably spikes to 50%. Some salons are at 70 to 90% usage. It has changed our business. And the key is the wait time that we quote to the customer is accurate. They know it's accurate. They can manage around it. And it's been a huge propellant to our business. Wow. And if I happen to miss my wait time, I show up five minutes after you've called my name. 
Your this name is, stays on the list. Name you, stays on the list. Yes. It stays on the list for an hour, I understand. Yes. And every time a spot comes up, you'll call my name first. Yes. You're top of the wait list. Wow. So top wow. of the list. It's It's been an awesome addition. It's it's what we call our core haircut, and it's the innovation around that core with technology. And we online check-in is a big part of that, the Great Clips app. And we've got other things that we take a pretty simple, basic uh a service of haircutting, and we we wrap it around with technology and data, and it's been wonderful for Gray Clips. Wow, awesome, awesome! All right, let's talk about. Um, uh, I almost want to call it a formulaic approach. It's not. It's it's to me a very logical approach. But you have five specific steps. You mentioned a couple of them already, but I want to break it down because even though this applies to your salons, I think that every business needs to be thinking about this when you interact with a customer, even if you're B two B and you're talking to a customer on the phone. Think about these five steps that Great Clips has. So let's start with number right. one. Number one. Well, let me, let me set up the five steps for customer care. When I was younger in the business, it was 10 steps. It kind of got, it was cumbersome. You used to be 12. Yeah, we used to be 12. <laughs> it, like anything, five you went steps bigger. Five steps 12 steps. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and you winnow it down because that's smarter and you learn to be more concise. And then people can embrace it from everybody in the Great Clips home office to the 1,200 franchisees to the 40,000 stylists in the salons. Five steps is better than 10 steps. And so the five steps to customer care, again, based on research with customers, based on a methodology for delivering haircuts to customers, step number one is we want to greet the customer when they come in. We want to provide a greeting. Hi, welcome to Great Clips. And and it can go from there, but just a simple greeting with eye contact right. is connectivity. The greeting is powerful. Powerful. Well, and to think about it, uh, when I do my presentation for you and I give you the top ten list, the very first one is the first impression you make. And it doesn't matter if it's the first time you meet somebody. It could be the 500th time. Uh, the idea is that you're setting the tone for whatever interaction is to follow. Absolutely. And so who greets somebody at, at a Great Clips? Somebody walks in. Is it the stylist? Is everybody look over and wave at you? How does some it? some salons that mm-hmm. is, and some salons that really get it, they do that. And mm-hmm. we're like anybody else at all forty three hundred salons. Is it done perfectly? No, but it's done consistently, and that's why we keep growing. Stylists can do it. Uh, the 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 larger, more busy salons will have receptionists that will do it. But the greeting, the first impression, making the eye contact is a really key component of any visit, and that's step one. Great. And whether it, it could be on the telephone, it's the way the phone is answered and, yes. the, and the tone of voice. So that's number one, the greeting. Number two? Number two, we're a hair salon. So we need to sit the customer down in the chair, and we call it the consultation. We The clip notes help start that consultation, but we ask the customer what they want, or in the case of the clip notes is we confirm that what they got the last time is what they want again, and we can read it off, the power of the clip notes. We also use the hand mirror. It's an important piece is a stylist takes the hand mirror and shows the customer what they're going to get. It's wonderful. We know over the last 35 years that is key is the hand mirror. So, so every business has their version uh, of a hand mirror and even the clip notes. It's, you know, the history, it, you know, it, in bigger businesses, they call it the CRM, the customer relationship management database, where yeah. we can pull up the history. You know, there's, it's one thing for somebody to be knowledgeable and understand to be an expert in the industry. It's another thing to be knowledgeable about the customer. And I think the mirror is about the industry and being an expert, but the clip notes are knowing about the customer. Yeah. So I think that the combination of the two is uh, it, you know exponentially high. Yeah, and that's what makes our step two in the consultation really so powerful. 
which leads into step three, which is we call it create the cut and talk product. That's the haircut. So it's that that's really what customers are there for. So that's the middle. And, and included in that is the conversation the stylist has with the customer. Included in that is asking the customer about the products they use. So we set up the whole, the, the haircut experience is step three. Wow. So that's step three. And four? So step four is called the confirmation. So you've asked them step two what they want. Step three, you give them what they ask for. Step four you show them Make what sure they're they got. happy. Yeah. yeah, and you use the hand mirror again. Mm-hmm. There's two uses of the hand mirror, consultation and then the confirmation. Confirmation is what allows, it's like a quality control step. Hey, here's what you asked for, here's what you got, and you can see it. It's it, That's a powerful step as well. Right. So I think part of that is, uh, and you always want to know how you're doing, and if you have the opportunity on the spot, in the moment, to make sure somebody's happy, they got what they want of you. It's like, uh, and, and it's easy in the shop because, or in the salon, somebody's sitting in the chair. So, you know, what do you think? You know, did, right. did we hit it. Right. Uh, if you've got a customer on the phone, if you, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you're interacting with them via chat, uh, email, hey, do we nail it for you? Do we get it right? I think that's an important piece. And finally, number five. Number five is to thank the customer and invite them to come back. And it's so key. We we suggest that the customers thanked a couple times. Um, even in step five, we, you know, confirm their clip notes. We invite them to come back. If we know that they come in every four weeks, hey, thank you, Steve. Great to have you here. Look forward to seeing you again in four weeks. It's just that friendly kind of wrapping a bow around their whole experience because they're paying, they're giving us what we want, which is right. money. They got what they want, which is the haircut. It's a beautiful transaction. And we're thanking them and inviting them back as they walk out the door. So, and that's great because, uh, you're showing appreciation. You're saying thanks and you're setting, you're setting though. You're not making an appointment for four weeks from now, which is a little different than right. others in your industry that say, Hey, let's set your appointment because you know, we're so busy. Right. You want to get me again. So I, I love that. So we're going to take another break. When we come back. One of the things I want to talk about is how uh, you've really stayed in your lane. And, uh, I've talked about this in the past, but if there's one company that is a perfect example of a company that has figured out where they want to be, and they know not to deviate. And let's, let, I'll put it in perspective. At Southwest Airlines, when they talked about putting meals on the plane, somebody raised their hand in the boardroom and said, is that going to keep us to being the low-cost airline? And they said, no, it's going to increase cost. Then we're not going to do it. You guys have mastered that. So we'll talk a little bit about that and a few other things. Uh, so don't go away. We've been talking with Steve Hockett, uh, the upcoming CEO, current president of Great Clips. This is Amazing Business Radio. We'll be right back. Chef Hyken here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips online 24-7, 365 days a year. Just go to www.chefondemand.com. Once again, that's chefondemand.com. And remember, always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network. And, Steve, you've been awesome. A couple of things. Uh, I mentioned staying in the lane, and we kind of referenced this before. 
uh, I kind of think of, of you as Southwest Airlines, and it's amazing to me that there's certain businesses out there that can offer such a high level of service, which you're known for, but at the same time, you've kept this price point pretty low. Southwest Airlines is, is that. And by the way, if you look at some of the other airlines, I don't want to mention any names, but their initials are Spirit. Okay. I, I, but no, Spirit is known as a low-cost, no-frills. And by the way, when they say no-frills, that means pretty much no service either. And everything you want. You want to take a, a bag on board, it's going to cost you money. Uh, you don't expect the best service in the world. Just expect the best price. You go to Walmart, uh, and you you are not going to find salespeople you know, walking around the aisles ready to help you out. You go to Nordstrom, they're everywhere. But somehow or another, you have managed to bridge this gap between price and quality of service. So you stay in your lane. You don't deviate. Uh, you figured out how it works. Give us a little insight to that. Sure. We're, uh, we do stay in our lane. We know what we're good at. We're good at haircuts. We know what we're not good at. We're not good at other services. We don't try to uh, expand our service menu. We don't want to do that. We want to do haircuts and do them very well. What we're focused on, uh, Shep, is different from most retailers is we want more customers to come in. We're not focused on more dollars per customer. So when a customer comes in, if the average invoice is, you know, $13, $14, we're not trying to get them to buy more and upsell to $30. We want to give them a great haircut. If they want to buy product, fine. We'll sell them product. We'll talk product. That's part of the five steps. But generally, we want more customers to come in, and we lead our industry in the what we call customer counts. And we've been growing for 47 quarters now on customer That's counts. That's quarter amazing. 47 qu- quarters, quarter over quarter. Quarter, yes. Every, customer count grows. Yes. That's unbelievable. Well, and as when we started, our comp base was probably 2,000, 2,200 salons, uh, and now it's 4,000 salons. So we've done 47 quarters while we've doubled our comp base. Right. So that's even more. And think about that. If you go back, that includes the 2008, 2009 recession. Yes. yes. Uh, well, it's easy to go from there and go higher, but yeah. you, you know, you go back, it's even We've before grown that. when times were good. We grew when times were bad. And then we've grown when times have been kind of indifferent, up and down. Wow. And we want to continue that. And we think that that's important for the franchisees, for the profitability of their business. We're driven by customer counts, more visits, more hands on our door handle, and we're not driven by more dollars per customer. Most retailers don't approach business that way. We do, and it's served us very well. And obviously has. That's amazing. So how do you measure customer satisfaction? Do you use a CSAT uh, type of score, NPS, uh, net promoter score? Yeah. No, we don't, Shep. Here's... Our take, you know, those scores, they're, they're used everywhere. People do it. They measure intent. They do it because they don't know their customers, so they have to measure intent, and then they hope people live up to their intent. We measure behavior. We know our customers. As I said earlier, we track uh, all of our customers. We know when they return. We can measure that. Uh, return measures of a new return or a repeat return, very important to our business. We've got the numbers calculated down. We talk about it with franchisees and managers. So we measure behavior, which I think is much more powerful than intent because we measure whether customers actually come back to our slides right. in, mm-hmm. in a set period of time. And so uh, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take data-driven right. behavior over uh, intent any day. So, so are you measuring? Uh, like, are you asking? Are you asking individuals were you happy or not happy? Uh, or, no, we don't do that. Don't because, do that because all you're measuring is are they coming back or if not? If they come back, that is an amazing number. And we know in 105 <laughs> days is how we measure returns. Mm-hmm. It's no secret. 
and and 80% of the customers, if they come back, they will come back in 105 days, even if some of them are um, in, in four or five weeks, but the average is 105 days. We measure that, so we measure behavior. We can go down for the last... 10 years and we know which customers come back, how often, how many times. It's all data-driven and it's changed how we manage this business. Wow, that's a completely different way of looking at it compared to what most people we've had yeah. on the show and most companies that are out there. They're, you know, they, I just the other day uh, went to a restaurant and I got a, a survey that took me almost as much time to fill out as it took for me to have lunch at the restaurant. I, I joke about that, not right. quite. But I think to myself, wow, uh, you know what? They ought to just measure one thing. Am I coming back or not? And if I actually do, not asking me if I will, you want to know if I do. Right. Very powerful. That's that behavior. Behavior over intent, I'll take that all day long. Love it. Love it. All right. We have just one more question for you. It's the one thing question I ask at the end of every show. Uh, We're just about out of time. So is there one thing you want to emphasize or one thing you'd like to share that you think our listeners would enjoy or need to hear more about? Yes. Uh, Ten years ago at Great Clips, um, actually longer than that, uh, 12 years ago, we decided that we need to get more concise in how we messaged about who we are, what was important to us, the five steps, how we would manage the metrics. And so we created a one-sheet brand document, as we call it. One side is the five steps, um, our goal of getting every customer to return one more time per year. So it really creates a visual of how we want to serve the customers. The other side is the metrics. It's the return measures, it's the weekend hours, it's the customer count focus and growth. And that one-page sheet now brings just constant clarity from all of the Great Clips Inc. corporate staff to the franchisees to the stylists. Everybody is operating off the same document. It's literally one two-sided piece of paper. That's it. That's the whole company. That's the whole Wow system it's the brand essence it's the brand measures it's the brand document it's who we want to be to every customer and so everybody talks the same way um you you can't get more powerful than that simple model i love it you know nordstrom has their you know uh customer service manual or their procedures manual that basically it's one page that says just do what's in the best interest or use your best judgment or not exactly sure the exact phraseology. But what you've done is really important because the five steps, like you said, much easier than 10, much easier than 12. As a matter of fact, when you shared those five steps with me, when I heard it the second time, I pretty much had it memorized. Mm -hmm. You know, five five is easy. Uh, And the whole system, being able to put it on one page, it just gives you such clarity. We've learned a lot. Uh, simplicity, you stay in your lane. Uh, I, I just started thinking of other companies that stay in in and out Burger. They have uh, hamburgers, they have uh, fries, and they have drinks. Any combination thereof, okay? Right. I, I love right. it. And right. so Great Clips is – I'm not going to say Great Clips is the in and out Burger of the salon industry or the Southwest Airlines, but you've done amazing things. Steve, thanks so much for being on Amazing Business Radio. This is why we call this Amazing Business Radio because you've shared amazing information with us. Shep, it's been great to be here and share the Great Clip story and, and what we do, and it's pretty powerful, and we will continue to go. Well, thanks. So next time I see you, we'll be in about an hour or so on stage when we're doing another meeting. Everybody, this has been Amazing Business Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Until next week, remember, always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.